Well, the world's gone mad, if you ask me. Every dog and his mother heading for the park or the beach, forgetting about the home and all it's done for us recently. No fur off my back. The AA helps me there, looking after house and contents, freeing me up to work on my swimming stroke. That doggy paddle isn't as easy as it looks, you know. For added peace of mind, when you're working from home, the AA provides cover for home office equipment. And right now you can get €60 Euro off your home insurance when you purchase online at the AA.ie. Who's got clever home insurance? Minimum premium of €218 Euro applies. €60 Euro off online. New business policies only. Acceptance criteria, terms and conditions apply. AA Ireland Limited Trading as AA Insurance is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. How you gonna do it if you really won't take a chance by standing on the wall? I'm Gary. This is Austin. And we are Midwest Mics coming back at you live from the Uclick TV studios right here inside wonderful Hy-Vee Arena. Uh, you can maybe hear some of the uh, basketballs bouncing and sneakers squeaking upstairs above us. Uh, there are some games and things going on. So slowly getting back open here at the arena. Uh, always great to hear those sounds, uh, especially with uh, what's been going on. We got Ryan up there, uh, as always, behind the scenes, running the soundboard, making sure everything looks and sounds good for you guys out there. Uh, how was your week, buddy? Good week, good week. It's like the same week. Yeah, working, whatever, dealing with the COVID, dealing with the kid, you know. Uh, but like you said, like things are kind of returning, slowly returning to normal. Uh, trying to do so in kind of a safe fashion. Uh, but like, yeah, we got a bunch of guys up upstairs playing games. Uh, playing ball and and uh, things are getting going. We got a lot of pro sports that are kicking off uh, into the month. A lot of guys are already practicing, uh, so you know everything's kind of going. MLS uh, the tournament starts. We're recording uh, this is Wednesday or no? It's, Wednesday the eighth. Wednesday the eighth. Yeah. Where uh, the MLS kicks off tonight, which is really cool to see. Um, so yeah, everything is kind of slowly getting back in, but just you know, it's just trying to be as safe as possible. So yeah, definitely. Um, welcome in our guests this week. Uh, Ryan Glasgow from Lincoln Prep. Uh, he is the head basketball coach and activities director at Lincoln College Prep right here in Kansas City. So welcome to the show, Coach. Appreciate it, fellas. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Um, you guys, you're, uh, you've been at Lincoln Prep three years, um, heading into year two as athletic director, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Yep. Um, you guys have, have recently done some great things down there. Sure. Uh, you know, Why don't you talk a little bit about you know, where, where Lincoln was when you got there three years ago and, and kind of how you guys are trending up now? Uh, well, when I got there, I mean, uh, you know, most of the coaches had already been there, um, you know, prior to. So building their programs up, um, you know, they had already been in the trenches doing that well before I got there. Um, so uh, competitive uh, for sure uh, in a lot of areas, uh, but young um, mm -hmm. so a lot of those teams were just starting to find their way, um, and develop the talent that they had uh, coming in from freshman year. Um, so, um, now after and into the second year is when it really got, you know, those dividends started to pay off for, mm -hmm. you know, football, cross country, wrestling, swim. I mean, all of the sports were competitive, um, and they have been for some time track and field, um, you know, they've all been competitive for a while, but this last year was the year where multiple sports, you know, had people push into, you know, the postseason and stuff like that. So, yeah, uh, you know, just this last year, we were we were talking a little bit, you know, I'm a football guy. So obviously I, I follow that very closely. Right. Um, 
you know, Coach Lowe won the uh, Eric Driscoll Coach of the Year Award. Well-deserved, um, for sure. Yep, kudos to him and, and his staff. Uh, you know, they, they had a great year. Um, just ran into a really good Platte County team. Um, you know, for they're, sure. They're in the Definitely. end. Definitely. Tough. Yeah. Tough Platte County team. I mean, those kids were hard-nosed. You could tell they've been playing football together probably since Pee Wee League. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You could tell those they were tight. And, I mean, that community was awesome. I mean, they uh, – they really came through for us with the uh, situation that we dealt with 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 one of our players, um, you know. So yeah, ran into a ran into a team that was a little bit a little bit better that that night, um, but you know, one hell of a season, man. Yeah, one hell of a season. It, it was great, and um, you know, we had uh, we had actually uh, Michael Rose Ivy on last year, last fall. Yeah, yeah, uh, my guy, my guy. It's, yeah, that's that's one of the <laughs> uh, the lost episodes. We we kind of like to yeah. Say because for some reason the the recording didn't take and you know got to have him back man yeah so yeah, yeah we we got to have him back on um you know but he he was another great guest and he was talking about you know some of that work that those guys were putting in down there and, right you know it, it definitely paid off and moving into you know kind of your winter sports uh you know both boys and girls basketball were uh you know making it through uh, we were talking just before we started here. You know, with, with the boys, you made it to uh, one game before the quarterfinals. Right. So, kind of that district championship. Yep. Um, you know, ran into, again, uh, another tough team. You had lost by one point. Right. Um, Heartbreaker. Heartbreaker. Yeah. And this is, you know, right as COVID is kind of starting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, so all those uncertainties and everything. And then, you know, I got to see your girls play in the quarterfinals, um, you know, which right. ended up being the, the last game. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, of the of the uh, whole right. deal. Um, you know, Missouri deciding to, to call it off after that. So just talk a little bit about your, your basketball seasons and, and the success that you had on both the boys' and girls' sides. Before I go into winter sports, i got to say that Lincoln's football staff is the best staff, football staff, in the metro area, man. Hands hey, down. there you go. Hands down. Those guys deserve a tremendous amount of credit for what they've built at Lincoln. I mean, to have three of the top players in the state three mm-hmm. division one kids coming out of there from freshman year man those guys are some studs man and they deserve all the credit for what they've done with lincoln football and making that program what it is man i'm i'm lucky to be around those 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 guys coach yeah. Lowe and his staff rose ivy pitts um you know i i, I don't want to leave anybody about all those guys yeah man. you know what i mean they're you know they're awesome man yeah Co- coach Lowe, i've interacted with him a few times at some different camps and stuff and i mean always always super respectful great right. guy fletch um, coach fletch definitely coach fletcher can't yep. leave him out so yeah. definitely uh you know he's built a really good staff yeah, he's there. Done and, awesome man. um you know i worked with uh rose ivy a little bit at, at a camp too um i think a couple springs ago and you know just always had great interactions with him as well right. so right yeah. i don't know a lot of those guys but man, i can that, definitely second that you know coach low works his tail off and the thing I, I know the, Michael does too. Yeah, for and, sure, man. The thing, the thing about that group of guys is those guys could go coach anywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're 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 they could go coach in any program in the metro area, out of state, college, probably most of them. But they choose to stay where they are, man. And what they built in the city, man. I, I don't I don't think it gets enough respect and credit. Coach Lowe's not that kind of guy where he wants people to say that. So I'm always the one that's going to say it for him, man. I yeah. mean, that guy could go coach anywhere as well as all of those guys on the staff. So to have them at a, you know, an inner city uh, public school like Lincoln, man, it's, it's, it's a phenomenal thing, man, really. 
That's cool. Um, you know what? Before we jump on to – we can keep going on the football staff real quick. Before we jump to basketball, uh, <clears throat> what are some of the steps? We like to talk about uh, when we, have, we bring coaches on, talk about how if you take a program to the next level, mm-hmm. what are some of the steps that you've seen those guys kind of implement to take your program up to the next level? I mean, the first thing I notice is the relationships they have with those kids, man. Yep. I mean, it's it's like it's like an extra son. You know what I mean? You see them with them. You, you see them interacting with them. They're always around each other. They do a lot of stuff together. They're they're engaged in their lives, not just in winning football. Uh, they know their families. They know their parents' names. You know what I mean? They're a first-name basis type of situation. So, you know, when you see that, you know that your kid is in good hands when they go play for those guys because it's not just about football. Um, it's a family love, tough love when it needs to be. Right. But um, what those kids are gaining from those guys is going to carry on for the rest of their lives, man. Yeah, I was going to say a lot of times uh, when we have programs that have uh, – like we know guys that have taken programs that are maybe doing okay and they take it to the next level, that's literally like the first thing yeah, they say every it, single man. time. And, I mean, they put in a tremendous amount of work too, man. I mean, you know, we all know football coaches don't make – high school football coaches or high school coaches, period, you don't make – enough money to pay your bills or anything. So to be committed to that and develop those kids from a young age, Lowe's out in the community, all of them out in the community, helping kids that don't even go to Lincoln, that's how much they love football, man. So, uh, I mean, it's a a great honor to work with with that kind of staff, man, for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, again, just kudos to to those guys, uh, Coach Lowe and his staff. Um, You know, I I know I've seen a lot of – you know, different staffs over the years and met a lot of different coaches. And you can definitely tell, you know, the, the guys that are doing it for the right reasons. Mm-hmm, and for sure. Every interaction, you know, that, that I ever had, uh, you know, with Coach Lowe, he's, he's definitely put off that vibe that, for sure. you know, he, he's doing it the yeah. right way for the right reasons. And yep. so, again, just kudos to him and his staff. Uh, yeah, so let's, uh, let's transition to uh, talk basketball okay. uh, with boys and girls. Yeah. Um, and and kind of take us through those seasons. Well, I'll start with the ladies. I mean, uh, you know, they were awesome. Coach Jeff Atkins and his staff. I mean, Coach Atkins is a Hall of Fame coach, man. I mean, he doesn't get enough credit either. I mean, that guy's probably won 500 games in his his career. He's been, you know, St. Teresa's, Lincoln. So, he's been several places. I mean, and he is a, he's a workhorse too, man. And uh, those young ladies, back-to-back Final Fours, mm-hmm. I mean, you know um, – they're always really good. They always he's always sending young ladies to Division One schools to play. I mean, so to see them, um, you know, get to another Final Four, unfortunately, not be able to play. I mean, that's a tribute to that staff and yeah. you know those young ladies' hard work. I mean, they, you know, they put in a lot of time to get to get. That's not an easy thing to do to go to back to back Final no. Fours like that. Um, so tremendous season for them. Um, you know, he's got a young core of kids that'll be back this year um, that he's developing, um, you know, that will be, he'll be just as competitive as a senior um, leader, of course, Davis, that'll be back uh, for her senior year. She's a big time player. So uh, he's got some, he's still got some, some ballers, um, you know, some young talent. So they should be competitive again this year, but great season for them. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it was definitely unfortunate, you know, that they didn't get to go yeah, really. play that final four. Uh, you know, I, I was – we got to be there, you click TV and, and broadcast yeah. that game, kind of made my 
uh, color commentary they debut. They balled. They did. I was, <laughs> they balled. I was very impressed they balled. Um, with, they with how they that, played they that took day. The, what's the kid from uh, Odessa? What was that young lady's name? That uh, she's real. Oh. She's really good. I think she committed to MU actually. Uh, yeah, uh, maybe I, I know Paige. Maybe up, maybe, maybe her, her name. name might be Paige. I'm not sure. Sorry yeah. if I if I don't have her name right. But that that, that I think you're right. I think it was Paige. Paige. Yeah, she I can. She's so. a player, and uh, mm-hmm. you know to see the Lincoln girls lock in and execute that game plan to to take her out of the basketball game pretty much. Yep. Uh I mean they that was that was one. I felt like that game was really going to carry them into winning a winning yeah. a state championship because I mean everybody counted them out to lose that game. Yeah. So uh I mean and that 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 wasn't even like it was really that close. No. I mean they they kind of held, held them went, at arm's length, yeah. you know, about the yeah, whole time. For sure. So tribute to coach Atkins, man. I mean, he's a he's a good friend of mine. He gets those girls prepared, man. And those well, girls go out and ball, man. And, and, you know, we've been there the last couple of years with you guys. Um, I, I believe it was district – was it districts last year I think we started with I believe Two so. years ago. Two yeah, years I ago. I believe so. And, uh, you know, it, it got to know a lot of those girls' names and never, haven't really got to know them. But a lot of your staff, I mean, that's where you and I came in touch with each, right. each other. And great, great program. And, um, you know, the girls got to go to the Final Four last year. Right. Or two years ago. Right. Probably would have won it this year. You would I, say definitely would have won it. I, I, I know you would. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But you know, it, it was just heartbreaking. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, this whole this that whole situation is just a tough situation. I mean, it's for every school that made mm-hmm. it. That boys, girls, whatever. You know what I mean? Like I told my guys. You know, I'm sure we'll talk about them in a minute. I told I would have rather took the L and not made it because I would have not been able to sleep knowing yeah. that we made it to the final four. I'm too competitive to be in that situation and not yeah. get to go play the game. Yeah. It would it was better for me to it would have been better for me to lose. Like to lose in the sectional round like we did to get to that game. Mm-hmm. You know, we would have had to play a really tough race south team in that game with of course senior experience and some studs on that on that mm-hmm. team. But for me, I would have rather lost than to than to say, yeah. Oh, you're going to the final four but you don't get to go play. But that's yeah. just that's just me. The the thing that, you know, I, I kept kind of coming back to, you know, as a competitive person and a coach myself is like to have, you know, you work so hard right. for all these years, you know, and, and put all the work into it to get the opportunity Absolutely. to play for a state championship. And then, and then all of a sudden to have that ripped ooh. away from you. I mean, it, it would have been – and it's nobody's fault. It's no. Just, it, no. It, it was a safe thing to do. Absolutely. Um, it made, definitely made the right but decision. But still, like, I, I just – I don't know how I would have handled it. Oh, it's tough. Be, I mean, being you know, in that spot. Oh, and and to be an AD or just a coach or just a, just yeah. a person, you have to see those kids so dejected by that. You know, what can you tell them? I mean, yeah. you can't go up to them and say, "Oh, you know, everything." There's no way to make someone feel no. better about that. And you know, you know for the kinda, seniors, yeah, it's like there is no next year. You right. know, at least for your juniors, you know, sophomores, freshmen, you can tell them, "Hey, well, we'll have a chance again next year." Yeah. But well, you know, now look at seniors, the situation we're in yeah. now. I mean, you know, the seniors that we have now might, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like going into their fall season, those fall season seniors. Mm-hmm. I mean, this whole situation has disrupted. A, uh, and I, I don't think we really look at it from a student athlete's perspective unless you're a coach. I mean, you know, you, you want to or you're attached to it like that. Mm-hmm. You might not step into the student athlete's shoes and say, wow, man, you know, this is opportunities like we were discussing earlier. These are opportunities for these student athletes to use sport as a tool to pay for their education. Yeah. Parents, you know, on a norm don't have $30,000 a year. That's why their kids play sports mostly is mm-hmm. to, for the life lessons and to get an opportunity to get your education paid for. And if you take that high school season away, you know, you take 
millions of opportunities away from kids that have worked there since they were playing youth sports and soccer league on Saturdays mm-hmm. all the way through, you know, yeah. to high school. I mean, that's that's an unfortunate thing for a lot of families that they're going to, you know, if we don't have high school sports, they're going to have to face. Yeah, while, while we're kind of on that subject, I mean, people don't people don't real, you know, they think like for for those of us that are advocating for sports this fall, mm-hmm. you know, they they just take it as well. These guys, you know, they just want to have sports to have sports. Like, no, right. I, I look at it as you know, the, these kids, especially the kids I'm gonna have on my D line that I know are seniors. Right. They, they've worked their tail off entire lives. They've battled through some injuries. You know, like we, we have a kid who got hurt last year as a junior. He's gonna be back. Right. So he missed out on his junior year. Yeah. Don't don't take that from him. Like he's rehabbed hard. Well, and, yeah. And, and you know, his dad has, has contacted me and. You know about him playing at the next level, and I'm like, yeah. we're, we're going to do everything we can. But without him. without a season yeah. to kind of solidify it, it leaves a lot of college coaches uncertain about. Well, do I already if I already know this other guy, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I'm going to go that direction. So yeah. you know, you need those opportunities. Yeah, it's exactly right. I mean, we're we're talking about some. This is probably our staff's best football team that they've had. They built this thing yeah. up for yeah. the whole time they've been there to get to this point, and then you know to not have that. And I think we don't think about the mental health part of that, mm-hmm. how much sports plays a part in young people's mental health. Yeah. Say, I mean, you know, it, it really keeps you in line. It keeps you focused on your schoolwork because, you know, if you're not able to, if you're not getting the books, then you're hitting the books, you're not able to play. Yeah, you know, that's so a great point. It, there's a lot of idle time that kids won't have if they're if not, not playing sports. What are they going to do with that time? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, those things are life lessons. They're, those coaches are being hard on them and teaching them, hey, being accountable. All those things, you take all that away. And a lot of our situation is a lot of that is the male influence that they need in their lives. They might mm-hmm. have a single parent home or, you know, a tough situation at home with, a, you know, with trauma or whatever might be going on. They need that relationship. They need that sport for more than just playing football. Yeah. Like I, I think people look at it as – Oh, this is a sport. It's not that important. It is important. Yeah. Like it, yep. it, the value of it is very, very important. And I'm all for being safe. Trust me. I'm not mm-hmm. saying let's throw everybody in and say, oh, forget the COVID. Because it's, it's <laughs> something that's, that we all could never even have imagined yeah. happening. Even though Spanish flu and all these things happened before, we didn't think it was going to happen to us. And it just sprung on us like that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if we can find a safe way for kids to play, I think we have to have to push for that because of everybody that's involved yeah and you you know you mentioned some of your you know d1 kids that that you guys have had you know i mean those kids are still going to get their opportunities but it's your kids that are at the lower levels you know your your d2 yeah and and your nai type kids that need that film for those coaches to evaluate absolutely hey this guy can make that play absolutely and you know especially being in the city I mean, that's life-changing for it those really kids. It really is. It really to, is. To get that opportunity to say, hey, come out here. We're going to pay for your education. Right. It, it might be a first-generation person. The majority. Going to school. The majority of it is first-generation going to college. And then that's going to affect, you know, those future generations. Yeah, that's how, you know, we see all the, the things going on socially in the world. Mm-hmm. That's how you change your family dynamic. You yeah. know, someone has to break that seal and go and move forward and become – economically stable mm-hmm. and do things like that for that to pass down. So was it, they saw me, my son saw me go get 
an undergrad and a master's degree, mm-hmm. you know, then that okay, well, it's a that's you say I can go get too. a piece of paper. I gotta yeah. go. I gotta yeah. follow in my my parents' footsteps or my uncle's footsteps. And you're right; those three D one kids, you know, they they're gonna get to go to college. The beautiful thing about college is is you can redshirt mm-hmm. a kid like that, and through the COVID and the NCAA will figure out a way to give those kids eligibility somehow. Yeah. High school, you know, you can't go back to your senior year. I mean, you can no. go to a prep school if you want to, but yeah, I mean, you know, they they, they were not going to get to play either. So you yeah. know, you don't have that. You know, you don't have that. You can't make that up once it's gone. There's no making it up. Right. Is the is yeah. the thing with high school. That, Wait, so it, so in your guys' opinion, we have we going to have fall sports or what do you, where where does it yes. stand like right now? Does it yes. stand right? It stands right now. Is it yes? Right? Yeah. I, I'm I'm being optimistic. And yep. positive because of the kids and the people that are involved. I, I'm an advocate for playing. Um, I, I believe that we see things going on in the world that are, you know, that make it safer. Um, you know, you guys have an awesome streaming service here. Yep. Even if we don't have fans there, let's utilize those types of outlets so it could be streamed so people could still watch it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with that. Because a lot crowd, of people, the professional, the professional yeah. leagues are doing that. Yeah. Even exactly. like the, uh, like the, I've been watching some some of the soccer. In England, well, that's what they're doing. That's no, what they're doing. You know, nobody's in the stadium. They got you know they got the coaches right. and they got some guys and yeah. you can hear some people cheering. But right. they're doing the games with with no, and they still got it on TV. Still got all the revenue from the right. ads and stuff like right. that. So this way. is still possible. And like you said, there's there's services like UClick where we could broadcast all these games. So right, I mean, Spectrum. Sports let's have and all these sports. Guys. Come on, yeah. let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. Well, because here's the thing, you know, what are we gonna do about school? Okay, so kids have to go back to school. You can't mm-hmm. not just go back to school, right? So yeah. even if it's virtual, you have to go back to school. And I'm a firm believer that a lot of the younger kids can't do virtual, yeah. right? And not to mention families can't just to say, okay, well, who's going to teach my kid at home? They have to go to work, yeah. mm-hmm. right? You don't just get to not go to work. Yeah, You have to go and you have to pay for your house and your, you know, your bills and food. And all. So you're not just going to be able to stay home and teach, and teach your kid, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, – our awesome superintendent, Dr. Bedell, I saw something from him the other day. He made a valid point. Like, you know, we can't allow kids to go backwards mm-hmm. from from all the momentum that they've gained, right? So, you know, you get your reading literacy and all that stuff up, and a parent may not be qualified or like a certified teacher mm-hmm. to teach. To his point, he was like, they, they, you can help your student at home and your child at home, but you're not certified to teach reading literacy and things like that like teachers are at school so there's going to be a that that's going to fall off if you don't have school so you have to figure out a way also we got you got to start teaching you got to start teaching calculus at home sorry gary Exactly. Yeah, yeah, go I, for it, man. I mean, like, I mean, like stuff like tried, that. Do you guys have kids that age or kids? I, I, no, I got I young. His are older. That was I'll an tell eighth you what. grader and a sixth or a fifth grader last year. Have you tried to help them with their homework lately? Yeah, I uh, mean, it's completely different than when I was. It, it is. And, I, you know, <laughs> the, the thing that was fortunate for me is I taught middle school for six years. Yeah. So, so I, you, I was familiar. You know, right. I had an eighth grader and a, and a fifth grader. So I was familiar with kind of the curriculum and – and the standards, and you know, I do have that training being a certified teacher. Right. So I was in a fortunate situation, right? To where you know, I, I kind of knew what to do. Where most people, the high, the, the high ninety percent of people aren't. Yeah. So yeah, right. it's a, it's a tough situation, man. Cool thing to come out of this, I think, too, will be there'll be a lot of uh, 
uh, some you know the people that are kind of in charge of making these decisions, we might see some pretty cool like creative ways like to get some of right. this stuff done. Right. Which is actually going to be we may get this may be a nice little year of kind of. Uh, uh, just thinking and, and getting new new yeah. things going, and so that that'll be really those cool to see how they get it done for sure. Yeah, those conversations are happening for sure. Like I said, I mean, I, I watched an interview with our superintendent, Dr. Bedell, and his leadership team. As I'm sure most every school district's leadership team, they're working on some creative ways to make it work because because there's no other way. You have to figure out some way to make mm-hmm. it work, and I think if kids can go. You know, if they do half virtual, half in school, or right. the younger kids every other day or something, go, like that. you know, all the time, they'll they'll have to wear masks and they'll just have to get used to that lifestyle, and it's a part of it. But I think if we can do that, we can do sports safely. Yeah, uh, I mean, we can do sports to where there's social distancing in gyms when you know that time comes around. Uh, football is outside, so it makes it a little bit easier to social distance and uh, create those opportunities. Um, you know cross country and things like that you know you're running on a trail yeah yeah you know, we, we have trainers out there checking these kids temperatures and here's my thing <laughs> this is what i told <laughs> me and my buddies joke about this stuff it seems really basic but here's the thing if you don't feel good isolate yourself right now like if you're not feeling yourself or you're not feeling normal and you feel like something's wrong don't go to a place where mm-hmm. there's going to be other people at like right now we got to be that that yeah. seems real simple, but people just don't seem to get that. Yeah, like if you don't feel, I tell all the kids of a basketball workout. If you're not feeling good, I'll tell you that even before COVID, don't come here. Yeah, I was saying that's spread, re- that's regular. You know like, what I mean? The like, flu that's we just had a before. regular thing, like right. Yep. So wash your hands. Let's not make this more difficult than what it is. Right. For on the basic level, do what you're supposed to do. Or if you've been around someone else that's sick, then you stay away from people until you know you don't feel bad. It's just really that it's really that easy for me. And that's what I'm telling all of our players and, and kids and parents. You know, that that's the only way we can protect ourselves right now. Mm-hmm. There's no other alternative. Yeah. So just do what we're supposed to do. So, like, I, I wear my mask everywhere I go. It sucks. It's hot. You know, it's 90 mm-hmm. degrees outside. You take it off when you get out. But when you're inside, just yep. wear it. And I wear it so that we do have fall sports and Her, so that yeah. we do have. You know, yeah, I saw some kids in here yesterday, and they were done playing basketball. I said, uh-huh. hey, Shawnee Mission East got nearly 20 kids with COVID. Do you want to play right. sports next year? Right. Put your mask on. And I know I know uh, Debbie Catsby. Uh, yeah. She was yeah. at least on the West uh, when okay. I was there. Um, you know, so and she is one of the most awesome people I've ever met in my life. Uh, and I know she'll take care of those kids over there, but. You know, that's the thing. We, You know, you, you have a bunch of healthy high school kids that are obviously asymptomatic, mm-hmm. right? You don't and, know and that you don't, you don't know that you're sick yeah. or you don't, you know what I mean? So you're just going to be normal. And it's, that's the unfortunate part. And about we, it. we've been, we actually shut down our summer stuff like two weeks ago because there was, she there said was, it was almost three weeks ago. Yeah. It might've been almost three. I don't remember the exact date, but we had one kid at first. Yep. Um, and as soon as we found out about that, I got a text from, you know, uh, Coach Sean Hare, our head basketball coach, who's kind of running everything. Right. You know, and he's like, hey, we had, we had a kid test positive. You know, if you guys want to get tested, you know, feel free. Um, and we're shut down, uh, you know, for at least two weeks. Mm-hmm. And so now that this article came out yesterday with the numbers jumping, you know, um, I mean, I don't know. It, it was that was stuff kids were doing on their own. You know, right. that was not on school property because we right. we had and we literally told our kids like, "Hey, just 
work out on your own. Do what you can do at home. Yep. Wear your mask if you're in public. Right. All those things. And, and I'm with you, uh, you know, wearing the mask in public. I wore it, you know, until I got in here in the studio today uh, when I was walking in and mm-hmm. everything. Um, and everywhere I go, I got it with me. And, yep. you know, I'm putting it on because I'm with you. We, we have to have we have to have some sort of school in the fall. Right. I think in person is the best option. Yep. I think that's why we've done it that way Absolutely. for so long. Absolutely. Because uh, with I mean, just with the online, there's so many workarounds. Right. And if I know well, anything working with kids for this long, you know, if they if there's a workaround, they're going to find it. Well, and here's the thing for us and in, 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 the, in the KCPS school district. I mean, these the majority of these kids don't have access to the Internet. Yeah. Right? And I know, you know, our leadership team and, the, you know, the school board, they're working their tails off to try to make that available. But just the reality is, is there's hey. not that it's not there. Well, there's Wi-Fi deserts all over the inner city, right? Yeah. So you don't you don't even have access to it at all. So how are you going to do that well, when you can't get on a computer? We're you know at seventy I mean? fifth and a state line on the Kansas side, and the internet, the cell phone internet service over there is, yeah. stinks. And that's so a, trying that's a to more use prom- it that's as even a, a more prominent area than mm-hmm. you know than most of the areas down down in this area. It, it, so trying to use your cell phone as a yeah. hot spot, absolutely. That's the easiest way to get internet, but. Right. You can't do it. I right. mean, it's it's like in this building, you can't use your cell phone. You've got to use Wi-Fi calling to use, right. even make a phone call. Yeah. So that's that's the problem. And also, you know, I, I want to say something on the article that I saw yesterday um, that was written by the Shiny, uh, Shiny Mission Post. Mm-hmm. A lot of people blaming the um, the athletic programs for the spread of COVID. And, and, and But here's the thing, and this is what I want the people to know. They're practicing social distancing. Yep. Right. You've got to think the first two cases came early on into the into the uh, workouts, right. like the first couple of days. That came from somewhere else. The spread of the COVID at Shawnee Mission East, I would almost have to say 100% or at least 90% wasn't spread between the kids working out the few days that they got to work out. I believe that so wholeheartedly. Folks at home, before you comment on something, educate yourself a little bit and figure out why – why it's going on because these 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 people like you are not there wanting your kids to get absolutely not covid COVID. absolutely not so calm yourself down we 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 were you know following all the social distancing protocols and you know um debbie had sent out uh, an email lengthy email with all this stuff i mean we were following it exactly yeah that's how we should and and part of the you know i mean i i don't i think it was uh you tweeted something the other day about uh, youth baseball still Absolutely. going strong. Going strong. Um, you know, I mean, and, hey. and that that bothers me because I'm like, those coaches are trying to make money. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. We're, we're trying to help kids. Absolutely. And I think you guys, you guys will have sports. I mean, where I live, I, I, so I, I live in Cass County. Yeah. Everything's a go. I mean, I, like, we're doing summer school. Yeah. Like, we're yeah, in we're, person yeah. summer school. In person summer school. Like, we're going. Right. So, I think the other, I think it'll go. It'll go. It just got to but, but safe practice. But, but we have to look at how much even a class of um, juniors, like, that are going to be seniors, the 2021 kids. Yeah. You took away that. There's still youth baseball being played, but you took away AAU and all of these big-time events that these kids get scholarships from. Mm-hmm. You take away the EYBL. You take away Under Armour. You take away – now we're just starting to see tournaments here 
You know, those are opportunities yeah. for kids to be recognized and get scholarships. Mm-hmm. How they now it's on the now you can't take away the high school season too. Like all the camps for football kids. Yeah. You go to a camp on you know, Notre Dame's campus, that yeah. coach likes you, he's going to offer you. You know yep. what I mean? You go through all the drills and he this guy's a stud. Yeah. You didn't get to do that this year, right? Mm-hmm, so you didn't right. get to play in front of Roy Williams or Bill Self or Conzo or any of these guys this yeah. year. You know, so you're still you're that that's a big chunk that's been taken out of these kids' lives and how are they going to recover from that? Like and, that, that's and, a big deal, man. And yeah, the Mocan tournament was uh this past yeah, weekend. Hardwood, yeah. We got another one starting Friday here at the arena. I can't remember who's putting that on, but I think there's this is going to be a bigger one. But the staff here at Hy-Vee Arena did a wonderful job. Right. Man making sure that if you weren't on the court, you were wearing a mask. Right. I know there was a tournament somewhere else. I won't mention the college name, but a lot of negative, a lot of bad press on social media for yep. that college because there were so many people there not wearing it. Right. And here's the thing. Like, when you're in a position to be responsible for that and you're going to go ahead and, and host it, and it's got to be to the letter. I mean, you mm-hmm. got to do yeah, what. Yeah, I agree. You can't let people in without the mask on and say, you don't have a mask. Sorry. Yeah. Here, here's another problem that I was told, Gary, guys. Um, the state of Missouri did not pass the bill that the group putting on the uh, event could be cleared of lawsuits from somebody getting COVID. So I know like Wyoming and places like that did put it into law that if, if that event, that host event company puts on an event, they're not going to get sued. I actually right. had thought about that before. Like yeah. I was wondering if they were having people sign like waivers and stuff like that. Uh, like you can that make way them you sign waivers. Any lawsuits? It's kind of like uh, yeah. it's kind of like the bartender at the bar that serves the drunk and dry. Uh, you know, true. You're you're gonna they're gonna get you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's. I mean, I I just I'm, I'm with you. I I want school to go back in the fall, whether we have to do halftime or or whatever. You know, I mean, I know. Like, like you said, your superintendent, the leadership team, I know they're man, working diligently. They're, I mean, they're, they're doing, a, they're doing some, some amazing work. Man. And I think in, in all the districts you know, around, everybody's kind of working and, and trying to figure this thing out. Uh, nobody has the 100% right answer. Uh, and I, I don't think there's any way to have that. No. Because there's so much information that gets put out. And, you know, it's hard to tell whether it's factual or if it's someone that just created a document or, you know, I try to look at the CDC and all that stuff as much as possible just to kind of be. And like he like you mentioned, people have to you have to do your own research and you have to you can't just follow what everyone says. Right. Like you Mm -hmm. need to be learning for yourself. Well, the assumption knowing what's going on, you know what I mean? What gets us in trouble. It does. It does. And that spreads faster than the facts. It's like you everybody I mean? assumed that, that yeah. everybody at Shawnee Mission East got it during right. the workouts. That's not that's not Gary, that's, that didn't happen, right? No, I mean, you know, happen. it's not really it's, when you think about it, it's not physically possible, like if you're not actually in contact, like having physical yeah. contact, you know, with and someone. There was none. You know what I, I mean? mean? So you're not actually in pads tackling no. or any and of we, that. We were out there, you, you know, know, as coaches we're out there early setting up these cones right six feet apart apart absolutely and saying hey guys stay distant stay you know absolutely um obviously now with the the kansas rule you know i mean i think when we do restart we're gonna have to wear masks and you know if that's the rule that's the rule that's that's what what we'll do you gotta do and and i'm all about you know following the rules and and doing north kansas city's wearing them already yeah and i'm i'm fine with it if that's what it's gonna take for us to have a fall sport season and there's a lot of cool inventions going on, man. They got yeah. masks that are going over the face masks that are keeping, yeah. the, you know what I mean? There, there's, 
I saw some. There's broadcasters, man. There's stuff that's going on <laughs> out here. Have we a, have to trust it. That you got that your mic work. on, and there's a mask that goes out and around your mic. So yeah, <laughs> so you could, <laughs> whatever well, you have to do, man. Yeah, whatever. You have to and do. Um, one other kind of one other thing while we're on this topic, you know, what, what's your opinion on maybe flip flopping spring and fall sports? Well, then when do you have? My thing is, is when do you have fall? So you're talking about flipping fall to spring? Yes. But then where does spring go? Back spring to fall? Spring back to fall. So, like, like we start sp- off the year with baseball, track. With um, the sports that have sports. limited fans anyway. Oh, is that what the idea is behind that? I mean, I've, yeah. I've heard that suggested, so I just kind of want to, you know. My thing is this. For for three Division One football players, right? Mm-hmm. Your most high-talent Division One football players graduate in, in December. December. Mm-hmm. And they go off to go to their spring football because, hey, coach says, I need you on campus, man. You want to make the fall roster spot uh, on the team. I need you here for spring football so you can prove what you got. So what do we do about that? You know what yep. I mean? Like there's so many. I think that a principal's good. Uh, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know how effective it can be without – because, I mean, you know, for, for Kansas, they have their softball in the spring. Mm-hmm. We have ours in the fall in Missouri. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's going to be a state. And I'm, uh, I'm sure Misha's working hard. I'm sure Keisha's working I mean, all yeah. of these states, you're earning your paycheck now for sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, if you weren't before, yeah. man, I mean, it's, it's a lot of – a lot. I mean, it, it, it sounds great. As long as they can develop, a, like, a plan to make it work for all the kids involved and not make it where, okay, well, we can do this for some and not for all, then I, whatever works, man, for yeah. you to get it done. But then what do you do with winter because – it's mm-hmm. kind of chunked in the middle. And I, I and there's I only two sports in the winter. Or, well, swim, you know. Yeah, also. and I, I definitely think, you know, your point, like that, that's been my point when people are talking about flipping fall and spring sports is, yeah, your Division One athletes, like that's going to take away their senior football season. There it is. Because I, I guarantee. Then they're not prepared to go to yeah. spring and play for they're, they're a, not, a SEC football team. Yeah, they're, these big-time athletes are not going to skip out on going no. to spring ball no. so they can play their high school season. Why would they? Um, I mean, you know, you know, go go get your education, right? Right. Or you take the risk of injury or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and so it's like, and then to me, if, if you play football in, in the spring, well, then you're right back at it at the beginning of summer to get ready for fall right again. Back. Yeah, it's too much. Like, that's too much it's too much on grind, the body. Man. Too much grind. And then you're talking about contact sports and things yep. like that. I mean, you, so, you just, I mean. You know, I, I I'm with you. I get it in principle, but there's some. That's a lot of legwork. Yeah, there's a lot, there's of, a lot leg of things work. to figure out there. But uh, I, and I think the most important part about the legwork, probably for everybody, is, is they need to get more coaches involved in the conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, all coaches are going to want to play. Yes, all players are going to want to play, of course. But they also can be objective to what's going on and provide the details. They're the ones that have to be in the in there every single day. Did you yeah. ever get your answer on the um, the people that get it? What do they call it? Asymptomatic or whatever? Did you ever get, Did you ever do your research and get your information on? I did. I did. What I actually had there? actually had uh, uh, a friend of mine, uh, Miss Von Fentel, responded to that, and she's a nurse, and she responded to the to that tweet um, <laughs> that I asked. Um, your, your tweets are educational. I appreciate that, man. I try, you know, I try to touch, I try to, I try to enlighten people and, oh, you know, just give people a little different perspective on there every now and then. But, you know, the thing about it is, is she was like, there's really not an answer for that. Like, you know, there's, there's no way to tell because here's the thing. 
Like if you don't get tested, you don't know if you're negative or positive anyway. So some some areas have access to testing facilities. Others don't. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, you go get tested. You're negative. You know, she's even saying that some of those tests come back and you can have antibodies and things like that that may show negative. But that doesn't mean that you are negative. So there's no. Listen, I'm not a medical. I, I, I trust all my RN friends. I talk to them and I'm sure I drive them nuts because I send them texts all the time yeah. asking questions. But they don't if they don't know. I sure as hell. Yeah. Don't know. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. so if Dr. Fauci or whatever, if he's giving me some information, I'm just going to take Dr. Fauci's word for it and say, OK, well, maybe I need to look into this and do my own research on how I can my little small part of the world. Mm hmm. You know, I can follow rules that will help everybody else. You know what I mean? So this asymptomatic thing is it's, it's very different than because yeah. I what I wanted to know was, OK, so if I don't have symptoms, you know, because like if you have the flu, right, yeah. if you have a fever, what do we tell our kids? Oh, you know, well, most people that are good people say you're not going to school. Yeah, you gotta stay be. home. Yep. You know stay what home. I mean? So if you're asymptomatic, you don't know you feel well. You're never going to know that. So you never you never know if you're passing anything or not. So I, my question was, if you're asymptomatic, are you contagious? Was was a question that I had, and there's not really an answer. Yeah, they don't um, really know. You know, so but I know if I have the flu and I have a fever, I'm contagious to yeah. you. Yeah. So I have to stay away from. So I'm gonna stay home where you are, yeah. and it's it seems similar, but I know this virus is way more wicked than the the flu or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I would like to know what those those types of things. It's hard to find that type of information, I think, which yeah. makes everybody go to what he said, go to the assumption role. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Because there's no answer. No. Yeah. Well, the, and the worst thing you do is get, you know, really start just assume stuff, really start getting paranoid. You know, it's all about what you're talking about. Do your own research. Listen to what people are saying, but do your own stuff. Try to look right. stuff up, you know, because we, we already know, like, some of the, you know, some of the news outlets are – either on this side or on this side, you know, take what they're saying, do your own research, talk to some, maybe some people, you know, like you're saying, you're texting friends that are RNs and stuff like that. Talk to people that, you know, are in the medical field and see what's going on. So that you can trust. That makes a lot of sense. I will say my opinion. I think we will have false sports. We will, it will happen. We will just, they'll take precautions if we need to. And one thing we can do is when there are kids that will, that will test positive because it'll happen. It will. Yeah. You can't freak out. No, can't get freaked out. Shut it down. No, let's you know, let's I you know quarantine. Da da da. So right, it's gonna happen. It'll be yeah, good. I, we'll make it through. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I, agree. I I think you know, just the benefits outweigh the the negatives for sure. And I we agree can't we can't live our lives in fear, uh, you know, and just say, well, we're just gonna shut everything down. Right. Like at some point, we we well, have to figure out a way to move forward. Well, because economically, you know, and just socially. You know, you have to think about all the extra yeah. factors involved. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you can shut it down and that, you know, but how does that affect everybody? Yeah. It affects everyone differently. Some people are in a situation where it's not going to affect them at all if they shut everything down. Mm-hmm. Right. But the majority of people are in a situation where if you shut everything down, that's going to affect their livelihood. That's going to affect their everything that they do is going to be mm-hmm. torn torn apart and thrown upside down well so you have to have both sides of the, you have to be able to look at both sides of the situation and we've all yeah, known I agree. kids that you know sometimes the the only meals they're getting are at school absolutely well and, and so he, and here's another hats off that I'm, I'm, i know i'm pubbing kcps but no. hats off i mean they 
they went they've they've done meals and i'm sure other districts have done this too mm-hmm. you know but they, they've had meal uh that people are delivering meals and all that stuff you're exactly right man. i mean kids don't eat yeah if they don't go to school like well, what about the little ones that can't stay at home by themselves exactly i don't yeah. have the exactly. money for daycare and i'm gonna tell you right now as a parent of two teenage boys I don't want them at home all day because my <laughs> grocery bill has tripled since, you know what I mean? Let me have been home since March. Yeah. You know what so, I mean? So but when a lot you're, of families, man, I mean, you're talking about tripling your grocery bill yeah. here with kids at home, man. So, I mean, so you know, when you're smoking some good barbecue at home, you're, uh, you're having to get the less expensive beef or pork? No, I just, I just, I go ahead and get what I need to get there, you <laughs> yeah. know, because that, that, we can eat on that for two or three days, so, you know, you, once you get the grill going, you throw as much on there as you can. Yeah, exactly. Until I, I the fire burns out and you eat the leftovers until, you know, until it's all I, I did a lot of grilling, you know, yeah, during yeah, that yeah, time. Say, yeah, 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 I gotta get rid of the, I gotta get rid of the COVID, yeah. COVID-19 pounds I've, I've yeah. gained from, you know, know, not being as active, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, uh, you know, before we kind of got off on this, you know, you were talking about your different sports teams, and I don't think we yep. got a chance to talk about your, your boys' team, which my is guys. the one you're the head coach of. So yes, why don't we spend a little time pumping up those For guys sure. and, For and sure. the season you had? Man, you know, um, this was our second year. or uh, It's our second year going in, man. And, uh, you know, we really pushed these kids hard, man. I mean, you know, and we have a great group of young men on that team um, that – have really, you know, when you go into a program like that your first year, you know, the whole point in that was just to kind of change the culture, right, and try to get winning to be like the only outlet mm-hmm. for Lincoln. Because there's been a time, a period of time where that hasn't been the case. You know, uh, you know, unfortunately that, that's the way it's went for, I know for our senior class, you know, they hadn't had a winning season since they'd been there. That's a difficult thing to endure and keep going out for the team every year. So, first things first, our mission, you know, Coach Williams, myself, was to we got to change the culture of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, we gotta we gotta get these kids to understand that. Hey, listen, you gotta work. You gotta put in the work, right? Like we can we can give you X's and O's and strategies and all that, but you guys gotta grind and put in the work. So it took us a year for, and we inherited seniors when we got there. So mm-hmm. that's a difficult situation too because you want to give them their opportunity their senior year but you want to do things your way you know so there's a a little bit of a power struggle that you go through this group the second year were the younger kids from the jv team mostly so they kind of got to see what we were trying to do and we made it to our the district championship game our first year there and lost Mm -hmm. to southeast who went on to you know play at um in the independence center or out there and uh, ended up losing to grandview actually so, okay. I mean, you know, a good team. Yeah. So, you know, but after that loss, you come back and you say, hey, listen, this is what it feels like to lose. Now we know what we need to do to make sure we put in the work to win. And we worked hard. We went to team camps. We, uh, you know, we opened gyms. The kids really bought into it. The families have been great. They bought into it. And this year, man, we beefed up our schedule. Um, you know, nice. this first year we beefed up our schedule. We played Bishop Meage and took a lump, right? Mm-hmm. We played – uh, Blue Valley Northwest in the eight ten shootout took a took a lump right, and everybody's looking at me like, "Well, why are we playing these games?" Well, because this is how you improve. You mm-hmm. go play the better teams that are state championship qualifier type programs, and you compete with them, you know, or you don't. Yeah. Right. But what do you learn from from that? So we beefed up the schedule. We played in 
a really good tournament in Republic at the beginning of the year. Um, you know, so we did a lot of things like that to prepare us for the end of the year. Like, I'm a firm believer that let's get prepared for districts. Now, if there was a difference in Misha where everybody didn't get to go, then you schedule accordingly to that. You know, yeah. Like, if I have to win a certain amount of games to get in, then that's different. But everybody yeah. gets in. Yeah. So, you know, our mission was to prepare, 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 man, and work hard to get in. And those guys really responded at the end of the year. It kind of all came together. We played some really good district games against Winnetonka and then Van, beat Van Horn in the district championship game, uh, which both of those games were competitive battles. But we were prepared because of the games that we had been in most yep. of the season. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? So then we get to a St. Joe Lafayette team that's well-coached, very similar. I mean, it was almost like looking at ourselves in the mirror, so to speak. Um, you know, and this came down to one possession. You know, yeah. so – um, that's what you build on. You know, you, you use the film, you build on it. Those guys are bought in. You know, unfortunately, what we talked about earlier is kind of limited the workouts. But, you know, we stay in contact with them. We make sure they're at least staying mentally prepared, still watching film. You know, we do a lot of stuff like that. And uh, hopefully, you know, I got five five seniors returning from that team. Nice. Um, just found – and then I had a, a, a sophomore that will be a junior and then a freshman that played. So we got seven guys automatically back. Uh, from that district championship team last oh, wow. year. And then we just got uh, – and we have some kids that got into Lincoln this year from transfer. Um, so, I mean, we're going we, – hey, this year, man, we're ready to go. So, yeah. uh, I mean, we, we will be we will be a lot better this year. Going into the third year is always that year that you can show what, whatever you did the first two years. Uh, but, man, I got, you know, some great coaches with me, um, some great families, and these kids are awesome kids. And, I mean, they're, they're intelligent kids. Like, you got to be intelligent to be at Lincoln. So, yeah. if you can put the two things together, you know, and use your basketball IQ, which is my main focus uh, with them, and your ability, then, you know, you, you give yourself a shot. And, you know, a lot of teams like a Ray South last year who had was stacked like yeah. we will be this year, you know, those guys are out of the way. You know, uh, Ruskin's still really good. You know, so teams like that, you know, we, we, we want to get back to where we were last year, only advance and, you know. Hoist a trophy at the end of the year, man. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of great things, you know, going on at Lincoln Prep with, you know, all of your athletic programs right. and, and the school. So just kudos to you and all those coaches of their sports. Um, you know, we, we want to try to shine a light and let people know, like, hey, appreciate there's good that. things going on in the city, too. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I appreciate so that. If anybody gets a chance to, you know, if we do get to go to games this fall, you know, and you're a football fan and, and you want to go check out a game, I mean, don't hesitate to go watch Lincoln Prep play on a Friday night. Best uh, field in the and, city. Yeah, you guys oh, got that Best view, turf. man. It's hey. the best, best view in the city. I, I haven't been there to At see night, it yet. Oh, man, the city view and the background. And, it's awesome, man. I, awesome. I need to get down there and check it out. But Beautiful environment, um, man, and those kids deserve it, man. Yeah, the, the community the, deserves it. The so. pictures and things I've seen. And, um, you know, I know last year there was pictures of some kids getting some cleats. Yep. Uh, you know, Patrick they were Mahomes donated. Foundation, East Bay, and everybody came yep. through and took care of us. So, so uh, yep. So, yeah. Um, it's been great, man. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming out. on. Hey, Lincoln, Lincoln Prep, man. We on the rise. Uh, you know, athletics. The school's already one of the top schools in the nation, uh, you know, so academically. So, you know, um, I don't I, – I only to- take credit for being supportive of the, the awesome coaches that I have. Those guys are, are the real – the people that deserve all the credit. I mean, we have some awesome coaches that really, you know, believe in their sport and believe in what they're doing. 
uh, makes my job easy. Um, you know, of course, you know, I take care of the basketball part of it with my guys on that. But, I mean, Lincoln administration, principal, vice principal, everybody's been great, man. I mean, it's been uh, it's been great for us. And, you know, this year, you know, no matter what, I mean, I think we'll be fine. And, uh, you know, we'll keep pushing forward, man. We got some wrestlers that are returning that'll be they, – they qualified for state last year. Uh, you know, so we got a lot of things going on and a lot of, a lot of great community support. And, uh, you know, and we need support from you guys and people like that, man, because you're right. There are a lot of talented kids in the city. Um, you know, it, it shouldn't be overlooked. It Whoa. shouldn't be overlooked. And, uh, you know, and, and let's, 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 let's not forget, a lot of the suburban teams or a lot of the teams that are private schools like that, they've plucked a lot of kids out of the city yeah. in order to be yep. successful. Yeah, for you know sure. what I mean? So without that, they wouldn't be as successful as they are. So, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times they get to the suburbs and people forget where they come from or these other schools and forget where those kids were, were pulled from. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Lincoln has done a great job and Coach Lodeman of keeping those kids there instead of them going to other places where they can still, you know, they're winning state championships in other places. You know, they can win them right at home in the inner city without having to, to go to those places. Um, that's a great opportunity for, for those kids. So yeah, 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 for sure. That is a great opportunity. We got one final question. We have to, we have to wrap it up. All right. You can, you can stick around. Though. <laughs> Good. That's great. That's great. Dane and Hughes. Cool. Uh, former I'll chief, do that. If you want to go. Yeah. Hey, We're going to talk a little Mahomes work. contracts and yeah. other chief stuff. So real it. quick though. You guys might have to give me a job down here, man. <laughs> I'm sure. Hey, let's go. Best barbecue. Or no, not best. It's favorite barbecue. Favorite barbecue. Don't even think hard. Just say it. Oh, in Kansas City? Kansas City. Yep. Wow. He's man. thinking. Yeah, because you know what, man? Uh, that, that's that's tough, man, because it just kind of depends on, you know, where you're at, when it, you know, what time of night it is, you know what I mean? So I, I'll say I'll say Joe's has been my favorite. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. As of late, I'll say that. I'll say, yeah, a lot of people say Joe's. Yeah. No I mean, but I love dish. them all, though. We get some no season yeah. there. What's your go-to dish? I'm a ribs guy, man. Herbs. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. I'm going to get a slab when I go. Uh, you know, maybe some pulled pork or something like that, man. Okay. I'm, I'm a ribs guy. We've like always that. vowed to delete. Like, if someone says Famous Days, we just like delete. We just delete the whole episode yeah. at, at that point. So I'm yeah, glad you didn't say Famous Days. I mean, I've had it before, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I'll go to Gates and I'll go to, you know, I mean, Arthur Bryant's is around the corner from Lincoln. So it could, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, hey. Yeah, I was just uh, – when we did a show a couple weeks ago from the Negro League Baseball Museum. Yeah. You know, I took my uh, my two daughters and my wife to the original Arthur Bryant's down there. Yeah. You know, since we were going to be down there. Get a sandwich know, and some steak fries, yeah, man. Yeah, my, my, my kids had never been. You know, yeah. yeah I'm like, good. hey, it's a little bit of history for you. That's you right. Know, and then took them through the museum. And, That's right. You know, it was, it was a great family afternoon. Hey. So, yeah, and you got and full then, and had leftovers. Oh, man, sure. yeah. We, we had so much food. Because <laughs> they were like, why, why aren't we all, all just ordering our own fries? Because I was like, we'll just order a big one. Yeah. We can all share it. Trust me. You know, there's and, enough for everybody. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they piled it on. Yeah, you know, for sure. had the sandwich. So here we um, go. You the, want to see a break, Jim? Or just no, he nope? said no okay. break. Let's roll. All right, we are going to uh, bring in uh, Dana Hughes here, former Kansas City Chief. Um, he played here. Pulling it up right now. He uh, he just agreed to come on. So uh, played here from '93 to '98. I'll say I think it's '93 '98. Thinking about your next getaway. Rediscover the journey, the adventure of the open road and every stop along the way. Rediscover space and comfort on board in our lounges and private cabins. Enjoy the fresh sea air and relax as you travel safely and in style. Rediscover ferry travel with Stanaline and take a carcation to Britain. 
Our great value economy fares start from only 117 euros single car and driver, with flexi ticket upgrades only 18 euro more. Whenever you're ready, we can't wait to welcome you on board. Explore your options today at stenaline.ie. Supercharge your home with one gigabit Sky Broadband for ultra-fast streaming, browsing and gaming. And with award-winning Sky TV, sit back and enjoy the biggest and best shows. So watch unmissable Sky TV, stream with one gigabit broadband, and at just €50 a month, save a massive €612 a year. Search Sky 50. Availability subject to location. New customers only. Set up fees. Minimum term and further terms apply. See sky.ie forward slash speeds. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Es mejor llegar tarde a casa que nunca volver a llegar. Es mejor llegar tarde al trabajo que nunca volver a trabajar. Y es mejor recoger tarde a tus hijos que nunca volver a recogerlos. Llegar tarde a donde vayas por esperar a que pase el tren es mucho mejor que arriesgar tu vida tratando de ganarle el paso. Por algo existe el dicho, más vale tarde que nunca. Alto, el tren no para. Mensaje de Nitzel. 